0: Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very special guest. Her name is Elfie Russo, and she's an overachieving millennial who achieved her degree in business administration by attending night school while working and being a full-time mother. However, despite having a beautiful family career in life, she realized that everything in her life were simply pieces of a puzzle and there was much more for her to do. She incorporated the teachings of her favorite masters, Dr. Wayne Dwyer and Louise Hay and others including some of her personal downloads that occurred while she was writing this fascinating and informative new book. Elfie believes we can find happiness, patience, and mindfulness in our lives, and it's all within our grasp. Welcome, Elfie.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, wonderful. So what is your book all about and how can you teach people to have happiness? Because I think there's a lot of people out there that aren't happy right now. There's a lot of people angry right now. And that happiness seems to be outside their fingertips.
1: That That's a very good point. Well, so first, I will say that um, I probably was very similar to, um, I was climbing the corporate ladder, you know, working hard, being a mom and trying to very A-type personality, have to get everything done, you know, have to be the best at everything. Um, and then the pandemic happened and um, it felt like God had put me on a timeout and said, <laughs> uh, it's time to slow down. And I had never had that time to stop and think and reflect, to be honest. I mean, I read uh, Wayne, and I read Louise, and I read all of these things, and I was I was incorporating the things that they were teaching, but I never got to that happiness, right? I never got to that uh, alignment, or so to speak, that I, I could. I thought I was going to glow if it would ever happen. Like, how do you know when you're finally aligned, you know? Um, and so uh, the pandemic happened, and I started to think about, all right, well, you know, there's a lot of people that Uh, have read these books and we're all not better. Why are we not better? And so I said, what if I track my journey reading these books and actually really apply it? Because when you do it for yourself, uh, when you do it for others and not yourself, right, that um, it makes it more doable, I guess. And so um, I started tracking it and um, started reflecting back on my life. And I realized, Oh, wow, maybe it's my fault that I'm not happy. Maybe it's, it's my, you know, maybe I should take some accountability for the things that happened in my life. And um, I started really realizing that, you know, I have so many great things and I wasn't seeing it, you know, and it took all of that to actually find my happiness, but it was always right in front of me.
0: Yeah. And I think that's the hardest thing is when people have it right in front of themselves and they don't see it because it's right in front of themselves.
1: It's true. It's true. And to be honest with you, it's not easy, right? So we're all going through a million things and we want what we want when we want it. And in today's society, you know, you can Google anything or do anything and it's right at your fingertips. And so you see other people and you're like, oh, well, why, why don't I have that? Or why don't I have this? Or, you know, these people look so happy. And so you kind of get caught up in, in this life. That's not really true. That's not reality, you know? And once you, I I put away social media, I put away, you know, all of that stuff news and I just removed myself from it. And I just started to really appreciate the things that are, were around me and applied mindfulness and, and which that sounds really easy, right? You know, Oh, she applied mindfulness. Well, how did she do that? You know? Um, but it, it, it was shifting a perspective, you know. So, for example, I was, you know, I, we have our, my, my son, he's five. I, he's hanging out and, and I, I have this beautiful kid in front of me. And I'm like, oh, you know, I have to do this or I have to do that. Well, no, how about there's some people who don't have kids that want kids. I get to do this. I get to do that. And but it's constant. You know, it's every day is not like that. But you have to work hard to apply that that mind frame.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, this thing about mindfulness, I think that's the buzzword of the 21st century. I think, you know, everybody is saying, Oh, it's all a mental state. It's all mindfulness, but what exactly does that mean? And what does that mean to you?
1: That's, that's true. And honestly, I was, I was the biggest, biggest skeptic, right. You know, so uh I would say that I'd say, oh yeah, mindfulness, how, how do you apply that? But my brain was going a million miles a minute. You could see them, very fast paced and, and very go, go, go. Um, but it's really investing in yourself. I mean, that's really what it is, is we don't want to deal with the, the things that we don't like about ourselves or the things that are not right in our life. So we get distracted and we focus on all of the problems that really have nothing to do with ourselves for life. Uh, And so when you start to say, Oh, you know what, I I, I was the villain in somebody's story. And, and I'm sorry for that. And now I can make a conscious effort to not be that way. And Oh, maybe I'm making other the others the villain in my story. And maybe it's not that bad and starting to realize that we all have problems. We all do the best we can with what we know. And we make these stories in our head about people and all these things. And nobody really even knows those things. So, you know, I think it's, it's really coming back to it's shifting a perspective constantly and trying to find happiness in everything that you do.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think that's the key, you know, we have to stop and smell the roses Like One of the exercises I give people when they take my course is I get them to pick up a solitary raisin and I get them to look at that raisin and think about how that raisin got to where it is from where it was, to a grape, to a raisin. And then I ask them to, without tasting it, look at it. Just actually look at it. Look at all the wrinkles in it. Look how it is. And then Eventually, after looking at it in all the ways, I want them to smell it and smelling it and see what it's like. And then finally, they get to taste it and not only taste it, but do it slowly, slowly chew it, slowly figure out all the things in it. Can you picture how that raisin is so intricate and how beautiful it is and how it does so many things for you?
1: It's, that is a very, very good uh, way to, to do that. And I had, so I could see how people could struggle right with that, because I I think I did a meditation that was quite similar to that. Uh, Maybe not the raisin, but uh, something along the lines of that. And when your brain and your, your life is so busy, it's so hard to stop and taste the raisin or smell the flower or, you know, just stop and do that. But if you, listen to people like you and people who are teaching this it really does work it's just you do have to put in that time and energy and you have to slow down and you have to appreciate the things that are there like that raisin came here right and it, it gives you it gives you sustenance it gives you you know it, it's good for you so um once you start to appreciate those things and slow it down but easier said than done right it's something that we struggle with all of our lives
0: And you can do the same thing with a rock and you can do the same thing with a leaf and you can do the same thing with a flower. All those things can really give you a little bit of time to, to Mm -hmm. meditate on really what they are. And and those are the things slowing it down to the point that you appreciate it. You know, you know, all of us have food in our belly. All of us have a roof over our heads, Mm -hmm. you know, 80 to 90% of the world does not.
1: It's true. You know, that is the other piece. You know, so mindfulness was definitely a piece of finding happiness, but finding gratitude in things was also that that other piece, right? Um, You're right. It's we, I could start the day and I can say, oh, I have to do this and all of the things that you think about. And already you start that mind frame, that you, all these things that you have to do. And so I, I would say trying to find that time is the hard piece, but multitasking. So when I take a lunch break, I'll meditate and I'll try to do those things at work or, you know what I mean? So taking that 15 minutes for yourself is really, really important to do those exercises that you're saying because um, you're worth it and you have to be happy for it and change your mind frame and be grateful and just take that time for yourself.
0: Yeah, and you don't have to give up your job. You don't have to totally throw it out the window. No, nope. you don't have to give away your children. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you might want to. <laughs> you
0: Might want to some days, but you don't have to. And, and you don't have to go and you know get another husband. You, you know, you got to work on goals together and projects together. And those are things that people forget with all this is that they are so busy doing these things they forget the little benefits of all the things they've striven for.
1: Yeah, no, that, and that really is true because um, it really, I will say I've been married. um, I've married my high school sweetheart and, you know, every day is is not going to be the best day, but we both learned to start to appreciate each other and those little things. And Yes, you could easily look at someone else or someone else's life, especially on social media or all these other things, and say, Oh, I want that or I want to do this, but it's it's really in here. You can be happy with the person next to you. It's just appreciating all the wonderful things that are about them that you know that you don't see because you're so distracted by everything else.
0: Yeah, and and that is is the small things you need to look at. And it's And I'm sure your book out brings out all those things and more.
1: You know, I will tell you um, the difference, I guess, about my book is I mess up a lot. You know, Um, I'm not perfect and I'm still new at at applying mindfulness. And, you know, for a while I wanted to, you know, I didn't know what I wanted and I still don't know what I want. But I think that when you read it, you realize that, that's okay. You know, it's okay to mess up and it's okay to get back up the next day and and start again. And, you know, the quest for happiness, this is a long journey and nobody wins at this journey. It's all, it's all inside. So, um, stop rushing it, you know, and that's what it's about.
0: Yeah. It it is a journey, not a destination. And that's what is important to realize that the journey has many starts and many stops. And, you know, each day is a start and a stop. Each day it has to be granted that way. You know, it's easy for me to say that because in 2003, I was told by a world-leading neurologist that I had ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, and that I had six months to live. I had better get my affairs in order. So when when I look back at that, and realize, yes, his diagnosis was wrong, and yes, it was it. But it truly put me on a path along the right way to understanding what it's all about.
1: Isn't that so interesting, though, right? So you'll, you'll read in the book, I actually, I was, uh, you know, I, I had some, some medical things too, nothing, nothing of what you're saying, but still, why does it take something that is so difficult for us to hear or go through? before we actually start really appreciating it. And that's, I, I hope our messages get to people before they have those medical diagnoses or before they're enduring hardship, you, you know, just enjoy it now because, you know, you don't want that thing to make you realize it. You, How about we just enjoy it every day?
0: Yeah, why don't you just go out there and experience it, enjoy it, and live it to the fullest and make sure every day is lived to the fullest. And yeah, it's going to be a day when your child is putting up a difficult time in your life, you know, and they're going to require you every effort that you have to try to put them back into their situation. I, uh, you know, I look at this with my my daughters with their with their grandchildren now, how sometimes uh, they have to do that. And I just marvel at their abilities to to be patient in those situations, to be the parents that they are and and realize that they're that they get them through it. You know, each little thing is just a little thing in the big scope of things.
1: That's, that, that's true. And, you know, and then then add in all of the extra things in life, right? You know, maybe you take care of your mom or maybe you do all these other things. And so it's life is not, it's, it doesn't have to be as hard as, as we make it, you know, But but it's a perspective. And so if we can shift it, sometimes it will make what you're doing not as bad.
0: Yeah, I call these the sandwich generations. How the parents are caught between their parents and their children, and so <laughs> sandwiched between them in many respects, and and that that's the difficulty you face every day.
1: It's that's true. That is true.
0: Yeah, and the good news is that we have more ability, more uh, ways of dealing with it than we've ever had. We've had more physical abilities to deal with it. We have more wealth to deal with it. We have more things to deal with it than any generation has ever had on the face of the earth.
1: Sometimes I think that's the problem, though, because what happens is, is there's just too much and you don't go inside. And we're looking outside constantly for everybody else's approval. And that, that kind of takes away your happiness, too. You know, you want to make your boss happy. You want to make your husband happy or your wife or, you know, your, your parents. And so we forget that, you know, we're built with a purpose and a life that we're supposed to go inside, too, and find those things that, and find the answers inside. And that's another piece about slowing down that's a little helpful, too, because once you get away and you kind of listen to it all and you're like, oh, you know, I know the right answer to that. I know what to do. And sometimes that's the right answer. It's inside, you know.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, I, I think our listeners should take a little message from that and, and remember: it's easier for you to be in the driver's seat. You don't have to be on email every minute of every day, and and have to respond to every email exactly when it comes in. You don't have to be on social media all the time, you know. Give yourself a break. Take a day off from social media. You know, social media is meant to serve you, not for you to be a servant of it. And and that is very important to realize that it is a tool, not something that you should be a slave to.
1: And and it kind of goes back to what you were speaking about earlier about anger. I mean, just people are behind this this piece of, of phone or a computer, and they just they just voice something and maybe not think about it. And then it creates, you know, oh, well, this person said this, so I can say this. And then it starts, you know what? You don't need to do all of that. You know what I mean? How about, like you said, just stepping away better than answering or looking at any of those things. And when you take that time and that pause, you're like, oh, okay, I really didn't need to get caught up in that. Or I really didn't need to get involved in that. And you realize, that that's really not life being behind a social media uh, account or your emails. It's, it's really not, you know, you're not going to take that with you when you die. You're really not, you know?
0: Yeah. I I think people say things on social media that they would never say to a person in their face. They would never even attempt to say it that way.
1: Totally agree with that. Yeah. And you know, that's, that that really and so unfortunately then other people see it then they get offended then they start writing it and i listen i'm not i'm not saying you know don't be on social media i you know but i will say when i did remove that from my life it it did really get better and and i are you going to remember on facebook scrolling through 10 years from now what Jimmy did, your friend Jimmy's son did at, at at soccer. No, you're not gonna remember that. But what you're gonna remember is your kids are gonna remember that you weren't paying attention to them because you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, as you're scrolling and you're not actively listening to your family and the life around you. So um we'd probably be a little less angry if we just got off of the social media.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. And you know, that there are simple things, you know, I think the simple things are what we need to get back to. And Mm -hmm. and I think those simple things are all around us. They're all there. Uh, You know, certainly take part of it. You know, I'm having a lot of fun with our grandkids now, going to their soccer games and their other things, because I think that's something that's really important. And having their grandparents in their life is going to be something important to them, too.
1: I think that's the sweetest thing, right? So when my—that's what I strive for, and in, in my life, one day to be—you know—I don't want to rush life, but when I become a grandparent, I can't wait for that day to, you know, not be the bad guy all the time and get to spoil them and then send them home sugared up. I mean, that's what we should be striving for. That's that's life.
0: That that is life. That is life. And I I think now that we're getting back to some normalities coming on. I think that gives us a chance to have a better life if we will take it. You know, we really have been given a chance to reflect. We've given a chance to press that reset button. We've been given a chance to do some things. So I think it's important that people take that opportunity and, and now move forward with that opportunity in hand.
1: Very well said. And And that's probably what I have been doing, which is, of changed my life so hopefully people will see that you know you can take this time and when you go back still appreciate those things and um you know what really matters in your life does does it matter that you have a title does it matter that you know all of these things are happening in your life it's funny because you said that will they take the opportunity sometimes people don't even realize they like being miserable they like complaining they like talking about the drama you know and it's like hard to remove that. It's hard to remove the negative people from your life. It's hard to remove all of that stuff. But we've been doing it a little bit, and so if you can keep doing it, life gets better. I tell, I'll tell you: the less negativity around, the better.
0: Yeah, and, and if you can't change the negativity, maybe you can change some of the positivity in those negative persons, and, and maybe you can say, "Oh, yeah, there's all this person, and they keep complaining about x, y, and z." But you know, they are really good at ABC. And let's turn the conversation around next time we see them to ABC rather than X, Y, and Z. Yeah,
1: And, and that's exactly it. Shifting your perspective and bringing it on to others. That is that is a great way. Or at least it'll make your life a little bit more enjoyable <laughs> while you're talking to that person. So,
0: and if you can. not You know, if it's a right. person in your life that you can't change or can't avoid, then limit your thing. So maybe you have this uncle that's just miserable. Well, get together with them at Christmas or that and and limit their their ability to ruin your life.
1: That, that really, it, it is the best advice you could give because I think we feel like, oh, well, we have to do this and, and oh, I, I'm obligated. You're really not. You're you're really not obligated to give your energy and your time to something that doesn't make you feel good and, and that it's okay to say, you know what, I'm not going to go to that party. It's okay. I'm going to actually invest in myself and do something to, that makes me happy. You know, it's it's about your life and your soul's purpose and of course, helping other people and doing good things, but you don't have to be around all the negativity and you can say, no, it's okay to do that too, you know?
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, to our listeners out there, uh, because of my experiences, I've also written a book called The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, and it's based on 13 golden pearls. And I'm just in the process of putting together a course for everybody so everybody can incorporate those, those pearls into their lives so that they can have something more to, to do some take-home exercises and make it even more important in their lives every day.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. And, you know, I mean, that's the thing, right? We should all be trying to help each other to, to be better and to have a better life. You know, if we could all do that, think about what, what we'd be capable of. We're, we have so many people in, in, in America, right, that if we actually all helped each other and did well and, want, and cheered on other people for doing good, could you imagine what we'd be capable of, right? I know it sounds like it's, it's a crazy thing that can't happen, but it can.
0: You know, I think we have right now, in this year and the years moving forward, the potential for having one of the greatest times in the history of the universe. I, I think we have a huge ability to do that. We also have the ability of going the opposite way if we. That's let true. So I think we need to really concentrate on the positive and move that positive forward.
1: I, I I agree, and I, I I hope that I feel at least for me as and maybe this will help your listeners too. Is that the more I shift to helping people and doing good, the more that I see the people around me that that are that are gravitating towards me are very very similar. Um, I got to meet you, which was really awesome, right? So I mean, it really does work. It's just you have to shift your mind frame again. I'm not going to deal with that negativity. I'm not going to get involved with that, that drama. No, you know. And, and they say,
0: you know, that you are the product of the people around you, the 10 best people around you. So I think that's where people have to look at and, and raise it. And For me, being on podcasts like this, I've been the luckiest person in the world because I've met some of the most amazing people on the planet
1: you definitely have a very cool job. And I think many people would aspire to be like you. And, and, but that's the thing, if they do, they can do it. Right. And, and there's wonderful people out there like you that they get to see that, you know, you got to put in hard work, right? I mean, the thing is you didn't get to where you were because you just got to where you were because you were handed it. No, you worked hard to get to where you were and that's why we're here talking. And, and that's okay too. I think people forget that piece, you know?
0: Well that's fine. you know I, and you know, you have to enjoy it along the way. And that's what I do every day. That so awesome. Alfie, Alfie, how can people get in touch with your book and, and get a copy out of if they'd like?
1: It's um it's sold on Amazon, and Noble's and uh, it's Balboa Press. So you can go on any of those websites and you can download or buy a copy of it. And it's called A Letter to the Universe
0: fantastic thank you very much and thank you for sharing this time for us and your words of wisdom
1: (laughs) well i'm not sure i'd call it that but i appreciate it (laughs)
0: okay well have a fantastic day
1: thank you you too
0: to our listeners i'll talk to you soon you've been listening to how to live a fantastic life Be sure and pick up a copy of Dr. Laika's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life on Amazon.com. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. Have a
1: fantastic day.